You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked on Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave Watson at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow us at Locked on Bulls. And today we are very pleased to welcome to the pod for the first time, he is a Chicago native and an actor who you might know from his work on the hit Fox show New Girl, the new Hulu series Woke. And if you are a local around here in Chicago or the Burbs, you might recognize him as the new spokesperson for those hilarious BMO Harris Bank commercials. He is the one, the only, Lamorne Morris. Lamorne, welcome to the pod, man. How are you? Peace and Take blessings, two. gentlemen. Peace and blessings. Take one. Take one. Uh, <laughs> how y'all doing? Doing great. Doing man. great. Man. Doing great. I wish our listening and viewing audience could have seen everything over the past 15 minutes that led up. <laughs> to this beginning of the interview because that was some gold shit right there yeah Yeah, you guys man you guys didn't have your act together and i just had to come in and save the day that's kind of what i do on these things yeah Yeah, i'm technologically savvy yeah yeah. i I legit thought you were pranking us for a minute because you know (laughs) well maybe what's the thing guys maybe i was You never know. The look, the look is what is, is is perfect. I was just saying, the look is perfect. <laughs> and not true to form, it was the perfect level of prank. Not too big, not too small. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You gotta have a sweet spot, okay? You gotta have a sweet spot. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, Lamorne, like I said, we appreciate you being here, man. Let's let's start at the beginning. So you are originally from the city of Chicago. At some point, moved out to the Burbs. Actually, mm-hmm. shout out Glen Ellen. We discovered Ellen. we are both from Glen Ellen, Illinois. You went to Glenbard <laughs> South. I went to Glenbard West. Oh, we, wow. We have a little rivalry going here. <laughs> uh, but Dude, so, you know, that. what, uh, like myself, like Big Dave, growing up in Chicago, in the, the surrounding Burbs in the 90s, I mean, was, was your child, entire childhood about Michael Jordan and the Bulls? Yeah, absolutely. My entire childhood. I remember, I remember. I want to say it was 1990. I had to be about seven years old. My grandmother, um, they were they were immigrants from Belize, my family, um, and I'm first generation here. So I remember uh, just hearing my grandma scream at the TV all the time, like always screaming, screaming. It was either the Cubs or or the Bulls. And I didn't know what was going on. So finally, I started I started, you know, coming in the room with her and watching. And I just remember this saying she not a saying but i this one you know vivid uh vivid scream or yell i would always hear from her room um it was always yes bj yes <laughs> she was always screaming that bj armstrong did something clutch you know and i and i didn't know what she was talking about um and i just remember watching that watching those teams from 90 probably 1991 i want to say mm. and on um and uh yeah man that's when i realized who michael jordan was you know that that that's when basketball became a a big part of my life Mm. was bj your favorite then because of that did he become one of your favorite players on that on those teams 
No, because honestly, I was a little bit confused at first. I didn't know if my grandma was having sex with a guy named BJ or if she was, you know, so I was looking as a kid. I was I was very traumatized. Um, (laughs) It's a safe space. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. So it hurt me a lot because I didn't know who was. Is he my granddaddy? Because I don't know that dude. Um, No, but uh, no, Michael Jordan was immediately like Mm. my favorite. You you know, come on, let's let's, let's be real. Yeah, you know, to me, as a, when you were a kid, like, were you in the driveway or at the park, you know, pretending to be Michael Jordan with a buzzer beater, stuff like that? Oh, my God. Uh, the whole our whole neighborhood, the kids were, you know, we had um, we were we were broke. So we didn't have we had the park. We had Fernwood Park. This is on the south side of Chicago. Ooh, so we have Fernwood Park. Yes, sir. But, <laughs> yeah. So but 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 by our house, we had a tree that our grandma let us nail a crate to. So we had a crate and she bought us a little small basketball. So we used to always just play against each other. Um, And I remember my uh, my cousins were always better than me when I was a kid. And then one of my cousins, Ian, you know, God rest his soul, he he passed away in Chicago a while ago. But he was the one who taught me how to to play because he was he was nice. Ian was nice, nice, nice. Um, You know, and so I, I always wanted to just beat beat him. And eventually I got like good enough to the point where it was like i was a problem i was a, I was oh, a real wow. problem on the crate yeah, yeah that's <laughs> what i was about to say yeah the, those crates of teeth those crates you put up in the alley on the yep. pole right there man the red one or the black one we played on the garage in ours you know oh yeah mean? nice yeah it must have been nice to have a garage yeah wasn't bad it, it sucked when the whole neighborhood's back there tearing down <laughs> you know your gutters but you know because you're dunking on it but you know <laughs> It's outside. It's what it is. Right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's what we do. You know what I mean? Um, so, so did you have like a favorite bull from the dynasty years? You know, M- MJ aside, if if he mm-hmm. is at the top of that mantle for you, man, I gotta say, I gotta say, Scotty Pippen. Hold on, let me. This is a Pippen j- jacket that I'm wearing right now. Oh, 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 very oh. nice. Wow. Very okay. nice. All right. Well, done. I love Scotty Pippen. I you, got you and Zach. Both Zach Guilford, fan of the pod, he's who put us in yep. touch. He's a diehard Scotty Pippen guy. Oh my gosh! I mean, you think about that's the reason why I'm such a big LeBron fan in a way because Pippen mm-hmm. did a lot of everything. Mm-hmm. Pippen was the guy who you know who did the intangibles. You know, Mike was like, I'm gonna guarantee you 35 40 points, I'm gonna guarantee you a, a victory, but I'm gonna need you to do everything else. You know, man, and Pippen was like, Gotcha, gotcha, right. and and you know I love Pippen because so you know even when Jordan retired, Pippen still had, you know you could see him blossoming into into pretty much MVP caliber uh, player. If it wasn't for Hugh Hollins, we could be looking oh, at my God. history that, could be different. That ninety three ninety four season, man, he was incredible. Yeah, yep. you know history could be completely different. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I gotta say Scottie Pippen, or you know one, and this is not from the dynasty years. But one of my favorite bulls of all time, I guess maybe we'll get into that, but one of my favorite bulls of all time didn't play very long for the Bulls. Okay. Uh, Jay Williams. I was, wow. I was obsessed with Jay Williams from college. Really? Man, I love Jay Williams so much. And then when, when, when obviously, the motorcycle accident. Motorcycle accident. I was like, oh my God, you got to be kidding me. Um, so yeah, I, I'm a, you know, I, I, I pip in and then I would probably go and say, I'm not gonna say Pete Myers or something. I think you're probably asking me to say something like that. No, I'm not gonna say Pete. Myers. Oh. 
No, I, don't, I definitely <laughs> never want you to say people. <laughs> legendary <laughs> Bulls coach, in addition to being a legendary uh, Bulls yeah. athlete. <laughs> yes, yes. 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 But honestly, that, that says a lot about your fandom, though. That Jake mm-hmm. Williams was your guy. Like you Man. didn't leave the team, you know, when when this stuff was going bad. Exactly. Exactly. Um, man, 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 man. I, I, you know, it's crazy. I, every time I watch him on, I think he's on the ESPN. Yeah. Every time yeah. I watch him, I just kind of go like, because sometimes he'll have a debate about what basketball is like to some old veterans who've been in the NBA for a while. And every once in a while, it gets dismissed because he didn't play that long in the NBA. And I'll be sitting there just like, man, if this dude would have played even five years, he would have mm-hmm. been light years beyond any of you guys like ah yeah i get so pissed Mm -hmm. yeah man it was a tough Mm -hmm. one let's let's just clear this up right now because you just mentioned your your admiration for lebron Mm -hmm. um you are an la based actor correct yes so i i was doing a little snooping on your twitter timeline the other day getting ready Mm -hmm. for this interview and i happened to notice that there are an awful lot of tweets about the lakers and they sound yeah. like tweets from a disappointed fan. Have you yeah. converted and adopted the Lakers now that you live in L.A.? Because that's like heresy, dude. Let me let me explain a, a couple of things to you guys right here. Because, you know, I'm probably older than you guys. I'm your senior as far as age and me, wisdom. Me maybe, goes. Dave. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was born in 1954, you guys. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> I'm wise. I'm wise. Super wise. Um, so when I so have I converted to being a Lakers fan? No. I mean, yes, but I'm a fan of anywhere LeBron plays. Okay. LeBron, so you're a LeBron fan. I'm a LeBron fan. I've I've the only team that I no matter what will be a fan of the Bulls. But like if LeBron leaves the Lakers, I'm not a Laker fan no more. You know what I mean? I was a Cavs fan for years. Mm-hmm. But I don't wear my calf socks no more. Yeah, you calf know. socks. I've got <laughs> man, I got calf socks. I got calves neck tattoo. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia's across my back. Yeah, like, it's right like, here on the scalp. <laughs> uh, <laughs> inspired, inspired by Kenyon Martin, I assume. Yeah, <laughs> the architect of the neck tat. Oh yes, my yes. gosh! <laughs> no, but I, I will say this: I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big LeBron fan. So, you know, if you snoop down my Instagram timeline, I predicted, and I'm wrong, but because of the Lakers, I predicted Bulls-Lakers finals mm. at the beginning of the season. And so I'm, 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 ah, I'm you know, Bulls right now. One of those going... things looks like it might happen. I don't know yes. about the Lakers. They need to get their shit the together. No, I don't know about the Lakers, but the Bulls for sure. I mean, DeMar DeRozan's got my vote for MVP right now. Oh. Um, I mean, just, come on, guys. Come on, guys. He's, he's, he's revived his career. San Antonio put a damper, a damper on his spirits, but now, yeah. now the guy is just playing in rare form right now. Um, yeah. But I will say this also, and I know this is going to be controversial for you guys' podcast, mm-hmm. and um, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm still from Chicago, and I don't care what all the what the fans say. Please don't stop supporting BMO Harris. I, I need, I need that. Shout <laughs> all out. my money out. <laughs> LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. Oh, we'll be right back with our conversation with Lamorne Morris in just a minute. But first, today's episode brought to you by Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. 
Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. Reach customers online and across social networks with ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Gain insight as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. This is possibility powered by Shopify. So go to shopify.com slash locked on NBA, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash locked on NBA right now. That's shopify.com slash locked on NBA. Yeah, LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. You went there. there. Explain. Well, you must explain then why. I mean, Michael Jordan is a close two. Michael Jordan is a close two. I think no one's ever said that before. And so we get all all hurting in our feelings about it. Because it's not true. But please continue. Because if you told me Michael Jordan's the greatest player of all time, I'm not going to argue you because I watched Mm -hmm. him play. I'm going to be like, yeah, they're right. But there's small little things that LeBron did to me that that eclipsed him over, over Michael Jordan. Okay. Right? Such as, like we talked about earlier, Mike had one, not one, I don't want to say he had one role. That's not fair. Mike was the greatest scorer to me that we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know? Pippen led that league, led that team in assists, rebounds, blocks, steals. Like he, he did all of that. He wasn't asked. Mike wasn't asked to do all that and still get them over the hump in the fourth quarter. And there are sure there are certain games where he would have a ball out game. LeBron was asked to do that since he was 18 years old. And when he didn't do it, it was like, yo, he sucks. Every single time he failed or missed a shot, he sucks. It was like, man, I got to carry Jamario Moon to the finals. Okay? <laughs> Jamario Moon? <laughs> Booby Gibson? I got to carry Booby. I got, there's a man named Booby on my team. <laughs> and I got to get his ass to the finals. Michael Jordan walk in. He got, man, you see that clip of the ref talking about Michael? If you say it, I'll, I believe you, Michael. I'll believe you. Man, he had he had everybody wrapped around his pinky. Mike oh, and you world. don't think LeBron gets LeBron preferential on, treatment dude. from NBA officials? <laughs> no. What? Okay. Michael Jordan was no. damn near leading the league what? in free throw attempts. LeBron ain't. That's because he can't shoot them. Michael Jordan is a better shooter, yes. Does LeBron shoot out a better field goal percentage? Sure. Does he shoot no, better really. from three? Sure. Three, yes. More buzzer beaters. Sure. Mm-hmm. But we say he's not clutch. History re- re- loves to, to be revisionist. Mm-hmm. It's very, uh, we, we love to say Mike never missed a shot. But we forget about that commercial where he talks about how many shots he missed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. A lot. Yeah. I mean, LeBron's most iconic moment in the yeah. finals is, is a chase down block of an 85 year old Andre Iguodala. I mean, like. <laughs> What, what kudos way to yeah, go but, yeah yeah but he beat a team but he beat arguably the greatest regular season team in nba history well, well Kyrie, yeah, but, but rigged yeah rigged was suspended. yeah rigged what are you talking yeah. about Draymond missed one game what was he doing yeah. the rest of those games lebron averaged 40 on him you put a 40 piece on somebody's head like this you can't say okay. oh i missed one game it's like if you were here i would still would have put this other 40 on your head what are you talking about 
See, the yeah. only thing to that argument I, I can agree with is the help, because immediately I think of Kyrie Irving when, when you say those things. And when you talk about those 40 pieces, when he had 40, Kyrie had 40 as well. One game. Kyrie had 41 game. game. The biggest game they needed it. <laughs> like they no, needed that. He didn't, he didn't have it in the fight. He didn't have it in the game seven. That's what I was getting to. In game seven, he hit the biggest shot that you needed. The Wings win the game. So you sure. can't do that without him. No, yeah, yeah. I didn't say you couldn't do it without him, but could Michael Jordan win any of those championships without Scottie Pippen? How about no, this? Without not. John Paxson hitting the game winning shot. Oh, we forgot. I forgot that. Without Steve Kerr hitting a game winning shot. We act like that didn't happen. Mike without passing Steve, the ball, yeah. Without Scotty <laughs> Pippen guarding Magic Johnson. We act like yeah, that. Lock them down. The Lakers were about to dust the Bulls if Scotty oh, Pippen didn't lock up Magic. Oh, that is oh, nonsense. That. They were dusting them. They, they, they been one game. They won one game that Mike missed the shot at the end. Mike is not a dust. In game one, Jordan missed the final buzzer beat. They went in and out, and they missed game one. These are facts. If we're going to talk in facts, let me talk in facts, baby. Mike also averaged 30, like 33 and 11 in that series. Yeah, so that's LeBron 11. averaged a yeah. triple-double in know. the finals. And the one they lost. Yes, it was amazing. No, and the one they won. <laughs> no, Ailes. They and the Ailes one they won. Bit. The championship you know? in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. 27 slow. points, okay. mm-hmm. 15 rebounds, 11 assists. He's amazing. He's amazing. But I'm a just, lot of them else, I'm I'm not saying nobody's debating the amazingness of LeBron. Look, you know, look, I understand. Here's, here's the only argument that that I would say when people say when people make the the Michael Jordan argument, they go, "He's six and zero in the finals." I go, I absolutely agree. That that's got to be, that's like to never lose in the finals. But my question is, you got six. Where you been, man? What what about the rest of those years? You just got smoked. There's years you didn't make the you didn't you didn't get out of the first round. He didn't win one playoff game until like what, what is it, until Pippen got there. I, I mean, he only I won mean, one until Pippen got there. I'm like MJ put up a hundred points spanning two games in the Boston Garden when he had literally nobody helping. Great him against great. Bird and one of the, the greatest NBA teams of all time. Yeah, and, and you're gonna happened? knock MJ for that. You're knocking LeBron for taking uh t- for taking Zadrunas Ilgowskis to the finals as a 21 year old. Ilgowskis was an all star. Like, let's yeah, not, sure. The please man don't put the respect foot. on Big Z. Put respect would, on Big Z now. I give you Movie Gibson. I get, <laughs> <laughs> we had Jason Caffey. Your Dickie Simpkins. You want to go to these places? You know what I mean? We got Bill Whittington. Shout out Bill Whittington. Bill Whittington, my man, guy out there. You know, no, that was the, I was in the Knicks. That was a regular season dunk. Oh, well. that was, no, you can't be that, 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 that was at the Garden that, that, when that Mike dropped guy. the double that's nickel. Come yeah. on, man. Bill Wellington combined for 57 points. Hey, but, that, <laughs> hey, but, but that double nickel would have went for nothing if Bill Wellington wasn't so clutch. Right. Oh, so with, the pass, with the pass from who? <laughs> yeah, sure. He had the pass from MJ. Okay. All right. He had the pass from MJ. But every He's time LeBron mixed. dimes into somebody for a wide open shot and they miss, we go, look at him. He should have, he should have yeah, shot that. He gave it to him for a dunk. He all he had to do was put it in. Not LeBron a gave it to LeBron gave it to, to George Hill in the in the finals game one after he put up 51 against the Warriors with Kevin Durant. George yes. Hill missed the layup. J.R. Smith doesn't realize the clock is going. The, the, yes. the, the, they st- you know what I mean? Like there are things like that. This that's what LeBron had to play with. Mike mm-hmm. at least had some high level thinkers on his team. You know what I'm saying? Guys with clutch genes who wasn't scared of the moment. Maybe that's because of Mike, because of how he used to beat yeah. him up in practice. It's, mm-hmm. it's incredibly because of Mike, yes. You know, but <laughs> but at the same time, LeBron manages to still be friendly with all these dudes. 
still enjoy his life. Be cool. He don't got no enemies on his team. Talking about LeBron kicked me in the dick during the during the. Uh, he, he doesn't have any enemies until at, at the end of a season where he doesn't succeed. He blames his teammates who aren't good enough, or at the trade deadline says y'all ain't good enough, and then GM LeBron trades his entire team away. Listen, you can't say you can't say LeBron says that. That's that's y'all who say that. That's the media who says that. Oh, right, 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 right. If you've ever heard him say y'all ain't good enough, then you got to go. Then you then raise your hand. Yeah, fair enough. We'll be back with the conclusion of our conversation with Lamorne Morris in just a minute. But first, Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the pro football playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the sports bet sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year, and there's a new updated desktop and mobile website that you can use to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games, they've got it all. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. But online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online. It's where the game starts. Remember, promo code locked on at sign up. Raise your okay. hand. We can the narrative <laughs> is like always interesting. The yeah. narrative is always interesting when the media spins it in, in a certain type of way to fit a certain narrative to say he is a certain type of way. I'm not saying he's not, and he could be a dick. I, I don't know the guy. Right. You want you know the facts, though. Yeah. But the facts, you know, the yeah. facts come out in the last dance, for example, about Mike and how he was and you know, and we be we, us from Chicago. We know some of those stories. Like Michael's a monster, and yes. in a good way and in a bad way. Yes. But you know, I, I I choose the I choose the nicer approach in my life. So I, can, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and when you look at it this way, his GMs haven't been the besides Miami. His GMs haven't been the best to surround him with the people. You know that he that he might need. He to is see. the GM. He is the right? GM. He's not, but okay. If that's the case, if you're saying he is the GM, how is that a bad thing? Because Mike didn't, I didn't need say that. I just said he is the GM. Like Mike didn't you were thinking like it was about to be an excuse. I'm like, no, LeBron picks no, the team. Matt, like, Matt, in the look, players, look on Matt's face. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, that's fair. I can't speak for that. There's okay. no secret that you know that MJ despised the Bulls GM. MJ hated Jerry Krause and let him know it every day. Everybody, Bulls fans as a as a populace, just auto hate Jerry Krause because take the side of MJ, not the team's general manager. But it's different with LeBron because a lot of people believe that he is actually the one pulling the strings and pushing the buttons. He is the GM. So he doesn't have a GM to blame when the team is not properly assembled, a.k.a. what this Lakers team with aging pieces and minimum contract guys looks like because LeBron's the one that said, get this guy, get that guy, get this guy. Right. But, but okay, if he doesn't have anyone to blame but himself, I mean, my question is this to you. Why did he have to do that? I, th- I think he took it upon himself. But but why? His team was never good. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he Video game James, when he had to go against Detroit, for example, when he scored 29 out of 30, he had to shoot every single time. That's not his game. We know that. LeBron is a distributor. He's not like that, like the scorer like MJ. He's, that's not his, he's not Durant. You know what I'm saying? But he was like, I, I'm the best scorer on this team. And they right. can't stop me from scoring. So I'm going to have to do this every single time down the floor. I don't want to have to do that. Dan Gilbert, if you're not putting no guys around me, guess what? Peace. I'm out. Right? 
you know, leaves, goes to goes to Pat Riley, who's like, I know how to put a team together. Already wins, wins a couple chips, goes back to Cleveland. And guess what? Same thing happens. You know what I mean? The team wasn't necessarily that good, but you had Kyrie. But what did you, we talk about how great Kyrie is? And I think Kyrie is one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah. But the man never sniffed the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. He never sniffed yeah, it. You want to talk about bad teams? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It was yeah. horrible, man. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying, you know. And then now, and now obviously, even with even with the Lakers, yeah, they had to ship off some pieces. But guess what? They won. They won. They, they now, they're not doing it now. They didn't do it last year, but they definitely won yeah. getting Anthony Davis. And first round exit. Mm-hmm. First round exit, first round exit, but you know, he was hobbling on one leg. LeBron was coming back from injury, he was hobbling on one leg. <laughs> sure, on. all right. And he made sure to let people know he was, you know, I'm coming in with a bandage this big, you know, wrapped around my ankle. Like, I don't know, guys, you know, <laughs> like got a wheelbarrow that he's got his foot in when he comes in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, come on, man. All right, <laughs> but listen, I love, I love LeBron, he's in my top three for sure. He can definitely he can become number one, but he still got work to do, in my opinion, man. He still got things he got to do. If you're trying to eclipse that kind of ghost, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he's got work to do. I get it. I totally understand you. But you know, it's almost like we take away points from LeBron for getting to the finals. Oh, right. No, like, I, I, I think that argument is giving you points for losing. He made the finals yeah. 10 years in a row. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. insane. <laughs> yeah, but we go, but he lost he lost some of them. I, I, I get it. He lost six of them, sure. But who who dominates a decade in a conference? Mm-hmm. Like everybody who's in that conference is like for, for a decade. Like, we can't. There's no way. Right. LeBron's playing. No matter who's on his team. That's true. And that's one of the main differences for me between Mike and LeBron. And that's that's the final thing I'm gonna say about it. That's one of the main differences for me is LeBron, I watched dominate an entire conference for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And Mike, I watched dominate an entire league. Yeah, like, not for a long everybody. time, but yeah, for everybody a short, for a short period for six years. Okay, this, well, this I'm gonna this, say eight or nine, but yeah, sure. <laughs> this will be it, and then we'll move on because we could talk MJ Lebron all day, and I, I, we we gotta be gracious with Lamar's time. So you said that you are not necessarily a Lakers fan now; you're just a Lebron fan. You're a fan of LeBron. Mm-hmm. You root for him, whatever team he's playing on. LeBron was undoubtedly a huge enemy and antagonist for Bulls and their fan base spanning mm-hmm. the years of Derrick Rose, Joakim Noah, Tom Thibodeau, whether it was Cavs part one, Miami mm-hmm. or Cavs part two, the team LeBron played for knocked the Bulls out of the playoffs four times in the span of six years. Mm-hmm. In those series, were you a <clears throat> Bulls fan or a LeBron fan? In those series, I was, it, it was, that's the only time that I go, I'm not mad at the outcome. I can just watch basketball and be like, yo, I, I, I really want to, like, I, I just want to see a dope series. I think you got to take that Bulls jacket off, little boy. <laughs> I don't know. I, no, yeah. no. You know what I will say? You know what I will say about t- team versus uh, or- organization versus player uh-huh. is that, and this goes back to the GM conversation. At any given moment, when you grow up playing sports, even watching sports, you don't gravitate towards Unless you're really small, you like the colors of the, the jersey and the logo and all that stuff. But you gravitate towards the, the the player, you know the you know who's doing the thing. You gravitate towards those guys. Let's say you grow up, you guys you guys are lying if you're telling me you didn't watch all the Wizards games that that Mike was playing. 
You you watched it. You wanted them to win. You why? Because if they won, that means that means no. MJ won. I was I was actually pissed at the time. You know, I was still young, but I was pissed that he came back and put on a Wizards jersey. And I was a diehard you know fan of a Bulls team that was winning yeah. fifteen of eighty two games. That, that's the difference, right there. The Bulls were hot trash, bro. <laughs> see, see, you are a victim to marketing, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> You are a victim to marketing, okay? Trey, I know you were just check out child. my closet. It's chock full of bulls crap. <laughs> you are a victim to marketing. I go like this. I want to watch good basketball. If my team is only winning 15 games, let me tell you what I'm not going to do. Sit there and get my popcorn and block off my day and tell them I can't meet you over here at this time. I got to make sure I get work done early so I can get home to watch this trash-ass team play. No, I want some good basketball. Good basketball. If you, you 15 and whatever, I better get floor seats for $3 okay? <laughs> and free nachos. You, you know what I'm saying? You got people with parking lots crowded, people in rush hour traffic just to go see this dog shit team play. <laughs> Fuck that. Are you kidding me? No. Where's LeBron at? I want to go watch some W's. I want to go watch. Might, put, might play for the Wizards dropping 40 pieces. I'm watching the Wizards play. I want to see him succeed, okay? When LeBron switches team, LeBron could go play for the Los Angeles Sparks next season. Let me tell you something. I am watching the Sparks every game. I'm sure I watch them sometimes. But when LeBron put a wig on and start balling out for the Sparks, goddammit, I'm watching the Sparks. He can go hit the Chicago Sky today, and I am a Chicago Sky fan. He's going to have to come at the Chicago Sky defending WNBA champs, baby. I know. Candace, I'm shout, out Candace sky, by the way. shout out to Candace <laughs> Parker, my neighbor, my neighbor. Hey, hey, shout out. Um, yep. So, I, I mean, that's why. That's why I, I appreciate the the players more than I do the organization because a player mm. can just ship off your favorite your favorite pl- uh, player, right? And then you're like, okay, I guess I guess I'm a fan of the moves that this guy who's never played basketball makes. Right. I'm a fan of his moves. No, I'm, I don't want to do that. I want to watch that. I want to watch Vince Carter jump over somebody's head. You mean to tell me I can't root for that anymore because that dude said he had a, a bad contract and I wanted to ship him off somewhere or he cursed somebody out in the locker room. So he's a cancer in the locker room. On, you know what I mean? Like things yeah, that don't matter. I, I get what you're saying. But for someone who's saying, you know, more so follow the player, the star, not the team. The mm-hmm. NBA has shifted now. And those star players who have the biggest followings of fans as mm-hmm. individuals, regardless of who, which team they play for, they are not getting shipped off by a, a GM or exec who doesn't like them or their contract. They themselves are the ones shipping themselves off because they're not happy where they are and they want right. to move. And whether right. they're under contract or not, those star players in the NBA have that power now to say, get me out of here. I want to go there. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with them having the ability to control their own careers and destinies. Doesn't mean it's always good. Doesn't mean it's always, I mean, look at what Ben Simmons is doing right now. You know, I don't like that's shitty for Philly. <laughs> like, that's, that's very shitty for Philly. So I'm okay with it when I'm okay. I'm okay if you're Damian Lillard, you know what I mean? And you've done everything in your power to try to win. And we know, and we know how we are. Look at, we talk about the greatest players of all time. We go, Mike's got six chips. Dame is like, man, if I had Pippen on my team, maybe I'd have won at least one. You know, if I had some 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 good IQ guys around me, maybe I'd at least got to the finals. You know what I'm saying? And been put in this category because we all want to be like Mike. We all want to get to that level. But if we're not surrounded by these players, the GMs aren't putting 
us in positions to win, then we got to go somewhere where we can. And it's looked at, it's frowned upon because it's like you're chasing something. And we again, we compare it to Mike. Mike didn't have to chase. It didn't. He didn't have to chase. You know, Kevin Durant, people get on Kevin Durant for going to that Warriors team. I do too. But we, he's looked at differently now. Tell me he's not. You know what I'm saying? He got rings. You can't tell me he's not looked at differently. Right now, people say people are putting him in that top five category all time. Some, mm-hmm. you know, because for, for a finals, he lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, not even the finals for a playoff series, he lost against Milwaukee. People are like, oh, you see that? Look, if his toe was a centimeter smaller, he would have been Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but if he hadn't won those championships, we would have been like, ah, just another failed series for Kevin Durant. No, you're right. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. So, so hey, who Dame, did he beat to get them championships? I'm sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. But no, I want I, I wanted to ask. He beat LeBron and J.R. Smith. Okay. Yeah, right. He now right. plays college collegiate <laughs> golf. Let's put it. I put it to you that way. <laughs> I got a 4.0 GPA. Stand up, yeah. stand up, NCAA <laughs> But I, I wanted to ask because we were talking about teams. I wanted to ask you about this team, like because mm-hmm. you thought that they would be, you know, in the finals. You know, what I'm saying yeah. uh, start the season, but. Has anything surprised you, though, like as far as how they've played, how well certain players have been? DeRozan. DeRozan has surprised me. And the reason being is because I forgot how good he was. You know, I knew how good he was in in Toronto and he he kept coming up short in Toronto. I wonder why. Um, King James. LeBron. Uh, LeBron. So he gets to San Antonio and you know, that system that pop plays in, it's kind of hard for stars to be true stars. You know what I mean? You, you're Tim Duncan. You're just great. You're just that great. So you get that notoriety Kawhi Leonard, you know what I mean? But I, DeRozan wasn't getting that shine in San Antonio. So now in Chicago, I was shocked that I just thought Zach Levine would emerge as, and he has. And I thought, everyone would rally around Zach Levine, you know, Lonzo on a break with Levine is, is insane. And some of those, some of those pieces are, are nice, but I, I didn't know DeRozan. I didn't know the return of the mid game, the mid range jumper was like that. Like, yeah, it, it's like that, that game against, against LeBron, that game against the Lakers. I was like, this dude, this dude. <laughs> I was like, this dude don't miss. Yeah. This dude is, you know, and he's been hitting game winners, and that that's the part that surprised me. I don't hear enough MVP talk about him, which is shocking. Mm. You know, yeah, you know, a lot of people have LeBron ranked ahead of Demar in those, you know, midseason MVP rankings, and mm. you know, look at what the Lakers' record is. Um, yeah. Speaking of, and I know that that you're not identifying yourself as a full fledged Lakers fan, you're a LeBron fan, but talking to other Lakers people out there. Is there a, a great sense of how much that uh, fan base misses Alex Caruso and wish the team had kept him? Because Bulls fans loved that dude from the first minute he put on a Bulls jersey. He fits better in Chicago. He's got more of a, he's got more of that energy, that that grit, that that Chicago that that Bulls Bulls fans love. You know, he Blake. When I say do Lakers fans, when you ask do, do Lakers fans miss him? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. This guy is a lockdown defender. He can jump out of the gym. He can hit, you know, timely shots. Um, he can finish at the basket. When he was playing with LeBron, he it was almost like that that two man game was was perfect because they both can finish at the rim. So it's kind of like who you 
you want to get dunked on by uh, the ball Mamba or you want to get dunked on by LeBron? Like either way, you're like, man, all right. Like, <laughs> like that pick and roll with those two was, was, was nice. And so, and now you see it, you see it now. Caruso has always been like a high IQ guy as well. And you see it now. They're missing some of those things. They miss a lot of those guys. You know what I mean? I want to say they miss Kuzma. I'm not 100% sure because he's so, he's so streaky. But, like, I, you know, you can go, you can date this even further back to Ingram, Lonzo, you know, Hart. You know, you're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they did ship off some players. They won one chip. But, like, now the league the league is it's, it's young. It's those yeah. guys. You know what I mean? If you imagine that team right now together with all those players they shipped off, those young pieces, that's a champion. To me, that's a to me, that's a that's a deep playoff team even without LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, if they would have stayed together long enough. You know what I mean? So I think the Bulls got a um man, the Bulls got the Bulls got a hell of a player. Yeah. What's what's been the best thing for you uh watching uh this Bulls team this season? Like, cause for me, it's actually going into the fourth quarter, seeing that they're losing with five minutes left. And I'm like, they still will win this game. Like I haven't mm-hmm. had that feeling in about four years. So that's like oh, yeah. one of the best feelings. What, what's the best thing for you watching this Bulls team this season? The best thing for me is watching, is watching the progression. When I, when I predicted that the Bulls were going to the finals, mm-hmm. you, can, you can go back and look at some of the comments. People are like, bro, you crazy. Yeah, <laughs> They're like, one of these teams making the finals and it ain't the Bulls. You know, they, they were right. doing a lot of that. And then to watch, to slowly start watching analysts like change their tune, because you could see them before they were like, you know, the East has got some, the East has got some threats. You know, they got Brooklyn, you got Milwaukee, you know, you got Philadelphia. Ben Simmons gets his axe right. You got, you got all those boys. You got Toronto and those boys. You got Miami, Jimmy Butler and all those boys. And sure, you know, maybe the Bulls, you know. But um, anyway, <laughs> and then now. Excellent Stephen A. impression. Although you you left out the phrase of the world. That's that yeah. you, you gotta throw that in there two or three times per sentence. Of the world. Okay, I'm talking, I'm talking. You got Jimmy Butler, okay. You got Kyrie Irving. I mean, they got box office, okay. You know what I'm saying? He's box office. You know, and you got Miami. Oh, I love Miami so much. South Beach. I can't I can't wait to get to South Beach. Ooh. But Chicago. Come on, man. You know why you talking about the Bulls? The Bulls. Michael Jordan ain't walking in. Derrick Rose is not walking through that door, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah, and then you got Kendrick on. Perkins over there. Kendrick Perkins doing the exact same thing. He's like, right, well, you got, like I said, you got somebody like Giannis, six foot ten, walking through the door. My grandfather always told me. You preaching the gospel today, big fella. Hey, <laughs> big chicken with the biscuit on the poor, side. Poor Dirk up a butter piece. Tried to, uh, you know, tried to say Vucevic and damn near had a stroke. That, that <laughs> oh my god! So <laughs> I would like I would watch all these analysts talk, and then now the tune is changing. Now that's my favorite part is watching everybody, you know, reverse on their on their picks and go, well, you know, the Bulls are the you know the Bulls, you know. Now I'm like, okay, that's my favorite part is watching everybody backtrack. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I just have, I, you know, I'm sure you get them all the time. So I'm only going to ask one new girl question, but seriously, man, I freaking love that show. Um, and I, like, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not just saying this. You're my favorite character on that show. Winnie the <laughs> is a gem. I, one of the things that I like about it is you and, 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 um, you know, Nick, AKA Jake mm-hmm. Johnson and, and your Chicago past together. Yeah. Is, is it just a coincidence that you ended up playing this character from Chicago you know, when I was a baby in the hospital, somebody put a tiny little basketball in my hands. You, you play <laughs> professional basketball. When you play for, for that team in Latvia, you even have like a Dennis Rodman-esque hairdo. Like, <laughs> yeah. are these all coincidences? Or did you tell the writers, girl, like, hey, I want these to be elements of my character? That's what it was. So in the beginning, Jake created that element of Chicago for his character. Mm-hmm. Um as you know, Jake Johnson, he sounds Chicagoan, like yes, hardcore, nice. like especially when he puts it on, like when he's like, he goes, he's like, he, he's he's a true, true vocally, vocally, he's a true Chicagoan, right? Right. And so, and so he, and that's his favorite character to play. And so I was a replacement character. I came in on the second episode. Um, Damon Wayans Jr. left, I came in and they hadn't written a lot for me. So I was finding my footing as the show was going on. We were trying to figure out all these things. So they had leaned on me. Hey, you know, what do you want? Where's your character from? You know, Jake Johnson and I had a little bit of rapport before the show. So we said, we're from Chicago. Grew up together. Bulls fan. You know, uh, all that stuff. Like we, we, we made sure we added it into, into the storyline. So the Chicago from my character is definitely... Um, uh, was my idea and you know all the bulls references you know um all the the, Den- the dennis rodman hair the basketball stuff that's all that that all comes from from chicago you, I, my favorite episode uh well i have a couple but my favorite one favorite one was when you all went to see prince uh, oh my god yeah mainly because one of them was because watching you and coach <laughs> yeah. which was awesome <laughs> but just also seeing prince like mm-hmm. what was that like man actually getting to see prince if you know speaking to him what was that like can you break that down for me oh my god it was still to this day one of the weirdest coolest moments of my life like he was he it was it, it wasn't it's not an exaggeration when people describe him walking into a room as him floating. Mm. I'm not joking. I, I, you're you're so focused on him that you don't realize that he's walking. You're just like he's he's arriving. <laughs> yeah. He's arriving. But then you look down and you realize he's wearing clear heels with lights inside of him. <laughs> you go, oh, so that's really cute. Floating. Yeah, it's like wearing those old British knights with the lights. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those are cool, man. Um, but it was it was great, man. I remember, you know, one of these moments. You know, we had some like dope get that uh, Alessandra Ambrosia. Yeah, yeah, I think we had Clayton Kershaw on that episode. Like, it was a cool. It was just a cool energy that he brought to that. And we had a apparently we have requests from all these different like celebs who wanted to make appearances in that episode. Um, you know, and I remember. You know, we had to, we had to replace we had to replace someone um, in that episode, and and Prince goes, he goes out of nowhere. He just comes up to me. He goes, uh, Lamorne, um, so 
can you teach uh, uh, Damaris? I think that was her name. He's like, can you teach Damaris how to look surprised? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, well, we had to do a replacement and she's going to fill the role. And so she has to come down and she sees me performing and, and she looks surprised. Can you, can you teach her how to look surprised? <laughs> and first of all, he's talking so low, but everyone can hear him. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, it's like he put little micro, like little speakers all throughout the place and he didn't want to hurt his voice. And I was like, why can I hear you perfectly? And I know for sure you're like internally speaking. Right. <laughs> and, and then he, uh, and then, so he asked me to teach her how to look surprised. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, uh, what, like right now. And then Dame, and then Damon <laughs> goes, yeah, Lamorne. <laughs> teacher i look surprised and then all the guys are looking at me now like yo the more you're gonna do it you're gonna do it you're gonna do what he said <laughs> and i'm like oh you're man is prince, right is prince sunning me right now i was like oh my god <laughs> and i was like all right i'll teach you how to look surprised and he goes he goes no no he goes no no right here do it right here do it right here and i'm like uh okay and he sits down and he's like like a kid he's like like, like yes like i get to watch a performance <laughs> and so here i am teaching her how to look surprised i'm trying to do a bit out of it i'm just like Wah! like doing stuff like that <laughs> and then and he's like no no for real do it like a real one like a real surprise <laughs> so i do it i do it he's like oh my god he's like that's really good he's like no just do what he did and if she's trying to do it and she can't do it he goes you're not doing it he he looked so disappointed. He was like, "You're not doing it. You're not doing the surprise look. You're not." <laughs> I was dying. I was like, "What is going on?" But man, he was he was so smooth and like, I didn't want anybody to have pictures and and have their phones out. In fact, we had the rap party, and he showed up to the rap party, right for that season. And he comes and he has security with him. And I remember people having their phones out. Everyone's got their phones out trying to record. And he had, his security had these little strobe lights, like a little box that you couldn't actually get a picture of him. That it was just these little things going off around him. So if you tried, the only way you could see him is if you came close to him. Right. And then you couldn't have your phone. Otherwise, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of, that's the kind of energy he kept around him. In fact, he designed the whole set. Really? He picked out our wardrobe. What? Wow. Yes. <laughs> he so was like, yeah. When he was getting just uh, dressed, when he was changing up clothes. So that was that was awful. his that was his tailor. That was his custom designer. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, dog. Yeah. I mean, there's stories about him being very particular about a lot of things and just like I'm Prince I'm going to choose this I'm going to choose that like did you you hear the story that Carlos Boozer former Bulls legend told back in the day about renting his house to Prince while Boozer was away uh playing in the NBA it, it was a it was a house in Cali and he rented out his house to Prince who like apparently changed everything I'm talking like what? hard reconstruction everywhere completely changed the layout of the house like <laughs> built a giant fountain in like the front hallway or some shit <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then like at the end of their rental agreement just left and Carlos Boozer came home and was like uh what the hell this isn't my house <laughs> and got in touch with Prince's people and he just sent him a blank check and was like here fix it <laughs> right. oh my god 
Yeah, I would have took that blank check and bought a new house. Right? <laughs> right. Well, I keep this house, but then I'll buy another house. Thanks, Prince. Right. <laughs> That's a cool you tell everybody million. Prince furnished this house. It yeah, exactly. Now you will rise. Yes. I mean, it would have been a museum right now. <laughs> uh, all right. You know, Labor, uh, you've been so nice uh, to, to spend some of this time with us. We'll let you get out of here. Dave, I think you had one more quick question about one of uh, Lamore's more recent works, right? Yeah, your show woke, which I'm man. absolutely awesome, by the way, man. I really, Thank you, brother. Really enjoy that. Great cast, too, man. The cast. Thank you, man. Awesome. Yeah, we got T Murph from Chicago as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah come no. local comedian, man. I've seen mm-hmm. him perform. Yeah, he's really, really yeah. good. Um, so is it basically I want to know, will there be a season two of Woke that we can look forward to? Yes, there will be a season two. Season two is is we just got our release date, April 8th. April 8th, we will be dropping on Hulu. Awesome. Um, this season, you know, is it's crazier. It's uh, wow. you can look forward to a lot more weirdness from our cast. Um, you know, the, the, the theme behind season two is, you know, our character Keith Knight wants to, you know, he has this voice now. He has this the, the megaphone and people are listening to him, but he doesn't have a clue of what he should say mm-hmm. or even if he should. And when he does, it ain't necessarily the right thing he should say. You know what I'm saying? So he's a, a, a guy trying to be an activist who probably shouldn't be, who might be sending the wrong messages to folks. Maybe he's not. You, you never know. Um, so the question behind this this season is when you got the megaphone and you got the money, like, what are you going to do with it? You know, um, you wanted it, you know, and this job ain't for everybody. Activism ain't for everybody. Um, and so I think. I think fans would really love um, season two, no matter what political side of the coin you're on, you know, to me, it goes beyond politics on the show, um, you know, but I, I feel like everyone could gravitate towards it. Just one, because it's just a funny show, it's just comedy and it's just mm-hmm. with some cool characters. And, and, but two, you know, if you could leave with an idea in your mind, I think, I think, I think, um, I, think I think we've, we've done our job. Yeah. So season two woke April 8th. Awesome. Keep an eye out for that season two of Woke on Hulu, April 8th. In the meantime, you can follow Lamorne on Twitter at Lamorne Morris to keep up with his career and maybe read a few of his sad Lakers tweets when they let him down on a nightly basis. <laughs> maybe. Hey, you know what, Lamorne? I'm just, just I'm just going to just splice some, some positive Bulls tweets in there to just balance it out. Maybe you'll be a happier person, you know, on a day to day. Look, I'm not a I'm not a disgruntled person by any stretch of the imagination. You know what I mean? I'm a very happy person. <laughs> yeah, you seem right? like it. Yeah, I'm fucking happy. Joy's <laughs> just radiating from you right now. It's amazing. <laughs> go Bulls, Chicago go Bulls. Bulls. Chicago Bills. Go Bills. Warren, thank you for being with us, buddy. For my co-host Big Dave Matt, saying thanks as always for listening, Bulls Nation. Until next time, see red be good. LeBron James. Oh, you can't end on that. <laughs> <laughs>